Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to The Second Level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios with way more than the scores, here's Aton Shander. All right, let's get to the big story right now in the National Football League, and that's what's going on down in Nashville with the Titans. We also know there is continuing report I guess multiple now reports coming out from New England and even in Kansas City. Looks as if certain teams are good to go. The Titans, the only one that's really in question. We heard earlier the Chiefs and Raiders reported no new positive tests. So now it's all about the Titans. And John McMullen, our NFL insider at JF McMullen on Twitter, courtesy of Jacob Media, Looks like more positive tests are coming out. And one thing, and I know it's not the sole focus of the NFL's investigation, John, but one thing that seems to be in question is whether or not the players worked out at a high school following the closing of their facility before, during, or after the NFL came out with a notice forbidding that. And I'm thinking, how are we at a point right now where anybody can claim ignorance of this virus hiding behind, uh, well, we didn't get a memo that specifically outlined what we can and can't do. I mean, doing what they did would be violating common sense in some areas. Yeah, I I agree with that. But I I, I do see both ends uh, of the argument. Uh, You know, if you want to look at it from a a prism uh, of a player, and there's, no question. I think it's more of a personal responsibility thing. And we've talked about this from the start. I mean, you're going to keep yourself safest by doing some pretty obvious and, and common sense things that we've been talking about ad nauseum for months now. So, um, yeah, that part is understandable. Uh, on the other hand, I do think we're back into this shaming spiral. Um and I, I remember talking about it when it started with Matthew Stafford and the false positive. Uh, and people are shouting down his wife at the Costco. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what people think they're trying to accomplish by the shaming, um, it, it, you know, from the NFL's perspective. And by the way, I, I don't even have a problem with fans doing it. I have more problem with reporters who should know better. 
I mean, you understand the NFL has to deal with the NFLPA. So you see these draconian punishments. Oh, they should make them forfeit games. They should take a first-round pick away, a second-round pick. They should fine them uh, $500,000. Any of these people ever heard of a union? Right. You think they're not going to push back on that? So it's a much more difficult and layered problem than people think. But I I think as a whole, and I've talked about this ad nauseum as well, the NFL knew there was going to be positive tests. And, you know, this is a larger societal issue. Either you want to move on with life or you don't. These are 25-year-old, for the most part, healthy adults uh, understanding, look, they have to be very careful uh, to protect people less uh, uh, immune to this virus, for lack of a better word, because there are people outside the facility that could be affected as well. And that's the difficult hurdle. It's always the difficult hurdle. But the, the question should be, how do you get over that hurdle? Not shaming everyone. That's the part I can't stand. Okay, so... Where is the discernible difference between holding somebody accountable for an act that they did where they should have known better versus shaming? Because I agree with you. There should be a difference, and we should be able to hold somebody accountable for something they've done that's violated common sense at the very least without going full-on shame mode. But I, I do know also that in today's day and age, especially as – we rely so much on social as far as how to interact with somebody else. That line has been muddied and blurred and is all gray right now, which is a bad thing. Well, you know, I, I think, and it is a difficult problem. I'm not trying to say there's an easy solution. For instance, we could go back retroactively and we could talk about the off season uh, when the league told players not to work out on their own. There were dozens. There were pockets of players that ignored it and did it anyway, Tom Brady being the most notable. Um, Obviously, that defied common sense as well. Nothing came out of it. So really, to me, Aton, you're judging results. So if you want to judge results, instead of being negative 150% of your life, if that's possible, I never thought it used to be possible. Now it is. Instead of being negative, point out, you know what? The positive part of this is the Titans played the Vikings. Uh, Obviously, some people were infected, and there was no infection on field during game. There's still not any uh, uh, contact contact tracing that points to in-game transmission of the virus. Well, doesn't that make it worse? No, but I I understand. But doesn't it make it worse from the Titans' standpoint, which is – they are more of a risk to themselves now. Like, the only per- people who should really be upset, I think, are Titans fans and people that are connected to that organization. If you're a Steelers fan and you're just piling on, then I agree. But there should be some room to hold these guys accountable for well, violating what something. But what I'm trying to say is you're holding them accountable for contacting the virus. In other words, they did the same thing as dozens of other players did previously that didn't contact the virus. So in essence, you're punishing people for contacting a virus or punishing people for being whatever adjective you want to use. Dumb. Hold on a second. Uh, John, real quick. It's not, it's not 
patient zero. We don't know how that's part of this investigation. We don't know how the virus came into the building. But what we do know, at least on the surface here, is the building was shut down. There was a positive test. And after the fact, players still got together and practiced. That's the one sole small element that I continue to focus on, which is after the building is shut down. I don't know how this person got it initially that caused the spread. Well, that's it could have been an yeah, accident. but that's that's the point I'm trying to get, Aton. Why is that different than somebody else, whether it's the Dallas Cowboys having parties or it's people working out? As I mentioned, Tom Brady being the most. Oh notable. no, it's not. And and we we rip the Cowboys and we rip Brady to shreds for that. But the difference is nobody's asking you to punish the Cowboys because, for the most part, nobody got sick. And now you're asking, not I'm saying not you personally, but I've seen this over and sure. over again. Find the Titans. Take away draft picks. Uh, force them to forfeit games. I've seen this time and time again. So that line of thinking is simple. You're punishing those who get sick versus those who do the same stupid thing and don't get sick. And I think that is the height of hypocrisy, and it's and it's rooted in shame. These people want to shame people. Well, yes, I, I don't understand it. I, I agree. I, I think when you take it to the step of punish and punish and punish, but there needs to be an investigation, in my opinion, and there needs to be some sort of understanding of what happened here so that if in fact somebody else gets sick which we know somebody will get sick and it may not be to their own fault and and that's another big problem i have here in this country is people getting covid it's now been politicized as somebody who gets covid now it's because well, exactly. of their own fault that's not necessarily yeah. the case we know that not to be necessarily the case but i also think that this is more equivalent to me at least and this is the analogy that i would draw is if you are in an area that allows indoor dining, there is a restaurant where somebody you know had COVID went there. And the next day you go in to eat. It doesn't mean that the person who got COVID in that restaurant was at fault or anything along those lines. We don't know how they got it. But what does it say about your own personal decision making that you would go back in that restaurant, that you would have a private practice the day after you were Everybody yeah, was that, told to... that, well, and, and that's fair to say. And, and again, if you want to bring it on an individual level, this league does tremendous contact tracing, and I've had that stupid contact tracer, <laughs> and it tells you it beeps, and when you go within six feet of uh, people for too long, you get, the, you get yeah. the beep. So they know who was around everybody at all times. They're doing all those things. Uh, and that's the reason they haven't had as many positives as they probably, as everyone and certainly me, and I think everyone assumed they would get. Uh, but you bring up another point, and that's the bigger point, is it's politicized. And, and you can tell by the way people talk about this issue, whether they're blue or red. You can tell. I'm sorry, yeah. but you can tell. Yeah, it's true. And, and that's the hypocrisy of it. That, to me, is the hypocrisy of it. Because if you want the Tennessee Titans punished, fine. Okay. Uh, the draconian, draconian punishments that you brought up, then punish everybody else that did the same thing, that didn't get sick. But you don't want to punish the Tennessee Titans for being stupid. You want to punish the Tennessee Titans for getting the virus. That, to me, doesn't 
make any sense whatsoever. All right, John, big question here for you. Do the Bucks cover a now bet-down three-and-a-half-point line tonight against the Chicago Foles? Yeah, i got to believe so. I mean, that's obviously... <laughs> They're pretty the banged up. Part. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they are, but, I, I mean, the Bears are a terrible football team. And three and one understood. I, it, it, you know, we talked about it. We joked about it. The first three and O team in NFL history to have a quarterback controversy. And if anything, the quarterback they have is worse than the quarterback they were playing before. So I think you're going to see this jockeying back and forth, understanding nobody knows Nick Foles better than people in Philadelphia like us. He can always get hot on any given uh, game day. Uh, and that could skew it. But we've seen enough, the sample size is large enough to say, uh, on the average night, he's not going to have it. And, I, I, you know, he hasn't had enough time uh, to develop chemistry with those receivers to have one of those games where he plays lights out. It's amazing to see that. If, if in fact, the Bears are able to pull this thing off, I, I just I give up. I don't know anything about this league <laughs> a, at all, by any means. Well, all right, nobody let's, does. I mean, on your way I, out, I couldn't pick an Eagles game to save my life. Well, I'm about to have you do that. It's the battle for the state of Pennsylvania, the Steagles game. Eagles-Steelers, yes, seven-point Eagles line. This opened up as an eight-point line, was bet down in like three hours to seven. I just I just want to know if you think the Eagles can cover on the road. I, I don't think so. I mean, Pittsburgh, you, you get that 3-0 record is, is a little, uh, obviously, that scares you. But then you look at it, it's the Giants, the Texans, the Broncos. So, I, I mean, you give them credit for taking care of business and what they were supposed to do, the Steelers. Uh, but it's not as impressive as that 3-0 and looks. Uh, on the other hand, if the Eagles are counting on Cravon LeBlanc and, and Travis Fulgham and Alex Singleton to make plays for him to beat Pittsburgh, it's not going to happen. So I, I, I just think the Eagles, and you think about it, Jordan Mailata having his first game, but, but Nick Bosa wasn't there. Well, this week, T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree are there. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's a great pass rush. I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to block them. Awesome stuff, John. From COVID to the Steelers, we covered everything, including Brady in between. Have a great weekend, my friend. We will chat on Monday. Enjoy the games. All right. Thanks, Aton. Appreciate it. You got it. Our NFL insider, fake news expert, John McMullen at JF McMullen, courtesy of Jacob Media. We wrap the hour next on the second level. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.